Spotlight on. Spotlight on, Eric. Oh, it shit. Cut, it cut in. Wrong turn is now. Cut in and said spotlight on. And yes, indeed, spotlight on, Eric. And welcome <coughs> to the official unofficial spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast for the week of February 8th, 2018. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jim Warner, at the round table. Who do we have tonight? Um, Eric Shea. All right. And who else? Jim Warner. <laughs> Nobody else. So how is your week, my friend? How has it been going? I'm, I'm so sorry, glad. Are you, are you talking to Jim Warner or Eric No, I'm, I'm talking to Jim Warner. How's it going there, buddy? It's okay. Huh. Uh, You're a real dummy. If I'm a dummy, why do you have my hand up my ass? I don't know what's going on here. I just don't know what has happened. You have opened up a can of worms that I don't think can be closed now. I'm glad that we actually work together all week so I don't have to ask how you're doing because for the most part, I am the one person who knows how you're doing and usually I could just sum it up as shitty. That, that's terrible right. terrible it's so terrible but yes this is the spotlight tonight i do want to tell you that one of the other things that we have is a patreon account you can go over and look at there at patreon.com slash weird science i said Oops. to you today it's not like we're going to beg you for your support what we do is we've kind of set it up to be more of a podcasting paid service type deal that you go over check out what level you like we have a lot of shows on there and you'll hopefully get a bang for your buck uh, this week, our main thing is the Patreon-only spotlight. Very similar to this, but on Patreon, Eric. And this week, the badasses of the Get Fresh crew, Beep Boop, boop, boop. have picked the Swamp Thing Winter Special, number one, and the Young Monsters in Love, number one. Basically, and I have no idea why. Uh, well, here's the thing. For the most part, they do pick these things before they have a chance to look at the books. And I think that they just wanted to have two 90-page issues on the Patreon-only spotlight, which we will have. And as a special bonus, Eric, uh, those are both Reggie books. And it's easy. I mean, right there, that is if – and we say that like, oh, that's a Jim book. That's a Reggie book. That's an Eric book. These two are definitely oh, Reggie yeah. books. they so got Reggie, the Reg Meister written all yeah, over them. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be joining us for that. Oh! Uh, but also we have other Patreon shows. This week we have a weekly comic book news show that I do very every weekly. Saturdays, very weekly. We also have a Jim's Other Comic Review show that comes out every Wednesday that I review non-comic or non-DC comics. But Eric, we also have Eric's Boys Toys show where you oh, yeah. review toys. And what was the theme this week? You just had a oh, show that came out. Oh, this week was uh, the Rumble in the Toy Box with the Supernaturals versus the Visionaries. Oh my goodness gracious! I wonder who won that Rumble in the Jungle or the Toy to Box. Out. I'm going to have to find out. And also, we have mentioned it before, but next week on Monday is the return of the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast on Patreon. So if you were a fan of that or you hated it and just want to throw shade at us, just go over and check out our Patreon account. I'll say it one more time, www.patreon.com slash weirdscience. And just check it out. You can have it free until the end of the month. You will not get charged till March. So check it out. Join up. See if it's worth it. And then decide if you want to stay at the end of the month. But, Eric, we're not here to do that. We're here to talk about our spotlight of the week. And we'll just jump into it. But actually, before we do that, it is Superman. Obviously, you would have known that when you downloaded this. Uh, but, yeah, you were really shocked as we go through this. You were shocked that there wasn't as much controversy uh, over this it issue. It seems odd because there is a religious aspect to this. Aspects. And as I know uh, religious people, <laughs> yeah. they, 
they get they flip the fuck out when you start talking against religion. They they seem to, and and at one point it is mentioned as we go through this, we'll talk about it. But it is mentioned almost like, huh, you know what, you crazy Superman, uh, you, these religious people, they're crazy. And Superman basically is like, yeah, yeah, I, I have those on our planet too. <laughs> it it, kind of goes. Just, it's just one of those things where I really, you know, the internet doesn't take much to have a goddamn no. be outraged about anything. And there's no word, as far as I've seen, about this issue at all. So it somehow no. it slipped under the, the radar of it the did. internet outrage. It did go uh, under the radar. Everybody is too busy just kissing people's asses, I guess. And they, they mm. are not watching the comic book deal. Uh, though I will say that the issue is not getting the greatest of reviews. Uh, it's kind of, as we go, we'll talk about it. It's kind of pretty much a redo of an issue of Green Lanterns that we just had recently. So that seemed really off to me. But I, I, I went into it. You said about this controversy and I went in. The only thing I can think of is that it's religion as a whole and it's not pointing out any certain religion. But even so, I'm actually shocked as well that there yeah. wasn't a little bit of an up I didn't mind. I didn't mind no, one bit. I'm not somebody who cares about things like that. And, but when I no. see it, I'm like, I, that's the thing. I am a guy who does not care for religion, but I would never come out and like no. you know, talk bad about somebody's religion to a religious person no, using no. the format of Superman to do it. That is true. They, they uh, you know, the old uh, adage: you don't talk about politics, religion, and possibly visionaries. You, you don't talk about toys no, like that. Don't I, I don't know if you've still, heard it's that. It's still a rough spot for a lot of people. It is the visionaries. How about the supernatural? See, you're not going to let us know who won the rumble, right? We're going to no. have to let them see. For themselves but yeah i agree uh i didn't care either way and in the wraparound when you listen to us as we go on i actually think superman's the jerk and that's he is. not and the that's religious the biggest problem yeah. by the end of it is that we have had superman in action comics lately he's been written like a jerk and now that we yeah. jump into this arc right away with superman with james robinson at the helm i'm like why do i yeah. have to have one of the best superheroes ever be written like a jerk. Yeah, and and with this, uh, I think that he's also kind of teaching John not so good lessons here. Yeah, it really fell off. But give us your blurb, there. Superman number forty, written by James Robinson with art by Doug Mankey, Jaime Mendoza, Scott Hanna, Will Quintana, and Rob Lee. It's the anniversary of Krypton's destruction, and Superman plans on spending the day watching it on high def hologram with his son. Too bad they have to go off to another planet that is about to suffer the same fate, where the inhabitants don't care because if they're going to die, it's what their god commands. In the end, the aliens have to fight off Superman and Superboy because they won't respect their right to religion. Yes. Fatty. Oh, my goodness. That wasn't wasn't nice. But, yeah, it's a weird deal. It opens up at the Fortress of Solitude, and you have John kind of missing for a second. You know, you have Superman like, John, don't tell me you're lost again, again. Again, you know, you're supposed to think, oh, my goodness, it's such a big place. But John does come busting in, says, oh, my God, I I got and it's weird. I'll tell you, I don't like the, the dialogue of John in this. At points, it does seem like a kid like we've had in Super Sons, things like that. But there's some odd phrases and really sorry, got lost in my head. Like, what, what kid says that? Uh, looking around at this stuff and kind of is like, oh, man, it's so great in here. Superman even says, oh, I thought you were going to get bored by now. And then Superman, how can, how can I get bored? And it's funny Then Superman throws shade at any young person with the, I suppose that's true. But I also remember being your age when nothing stays fresh for long. And he's talking about, like, my age, Eric Young, is what he's saying. Because I, I have problems, you know, keeping my focus on things as well. But no, you go and he basically is like, oh, I'm so lucky. 
lucky. You know, Damien says he's lucky, but he's not uh, with that Batcave. This is uh, cool. Batcave ain't got shit on the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, and with this, uh, Superman basically says, uh, you know, you know the importance of this day, right? And then John plays a game that lasts a little too long in a my mind. A little bit too yeah, long. Yeah, a little bit too long where he's like, huh, it's Thursday meets apple pie and ice cream for dessert day. What kind of day is that? And he's like, try the best again. Day ever. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, did you get the tickets to that comedy I wanted to see about the monkey that solves crime? You throw a little, you know, Detective Chimp. I heard that was a deal. biopic, and I think Detective Chimp would be very upset that you called him a monkey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, That's kind uh, of a funny little bit because you don't see is. a lot of Detective Chimp besides for, you know, Metal recently, metal which I still don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I don't bit, know either. The, the bit about the dialogue here, though – that I had the like the most problem with, but I could still make it work is, you know, this whole thing where he's like, this is the anniversary of Krypton's destruction. That's what the, the day is, John. And John yeah. knows because he's messing John with knows, his, uh, yeah. his old his old man. And the whole thing is like, you know, Krypton was my home world too. this whole thing where it seems odd for John, who just recently yes. learned he was half Kryptonian and all this other shit. Yep. It, yeah. it feels weird just because. You know, he's really grabbing a hold of the stuff like, you know, that's my home world. And even later on when he cites Rao, you know, like the god Rao yes. as a reason for a sign, I could make it work in my head. I even wrote this in my review but just because, like, it's a son trying to please his father. Like, it you is. Know, it's like your father's really into some, something kind of thing and you just yeah. want to be like, you know, know what he's talking mm. about and be able to talk with your father. Uh, you I mean can like, really see this. You mean like right before we started recording when I went downstairs and I was looking for some stuff and I saw a bunch of the comics that I had and I wanted to put them in a pile and Rafe and Logan were there and I said, oh, you know what, guys, you should try reading some of these and then we'll have something to talk about. And then Rafe goes, Logan, why are you being a dick? I look behind Logan's just shaking his head no. I'm like, you know, I wish that maybe I should have John as a son. But with that, you do kind of go and recently you know why Dan John's Jurgens. so good? It's because he has a good father, Jim. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> These kids don't. Uh, you had Dan Jurgens come out on Twitter and said that the way you can tell a hack writer of Superman is if anybody says, you know, for the love of Rao, right. Superman. This is not that far. But it does get me because when I see this, when John is like, you know, it is our my planet too, when he says our planet and stuff and then mentions Rao, this is basically me saying to my mom, yeah, you know, England's my country too, mom, and well, God save the queen. I yeah. never say that. That's not Love where that I'm from. Jesus Christ, right, yeah, mom? Yeah, no. yeah, John is basically, you know, should be where he's from. He's not from Krypton. No. He, and, and even Superman himself, yes, he can observe this. There's been a lot of shit that's gone on recently with him trying to go back with Booster Gold and the stuff with Mr. Oz being his dad and getting out of there at the same time that I can go with it. Just seems like a weird anniversary here that he's having, and it just ties in to this story because right. they're going to watch pretty much a, you know, the display of the, you know, the And deal. also with that, in, in my mind, I was also kind of making it work with Action Comics as well, or the beginning of the, of the arc we're dealing with right now, and actually the booster shot arc, that's yeah. what it was. Yes. Part one where he goes to Mogo and he wants to see the destruction of Krypton yeah, to see if anybody like made it. Yeah, he didn't take that info, though. I, I, in my that? mind, where we are now, like he's back from the booster shot thing, and he went and you know he got a copy. He got it on a yeah, goddamn thumb drive. I'm telling you, drive. he definitely must have gotten a copy on a thumb drive because he's watching it. I want to see where he says to John, like, watch this point. It gets a little blurry here, and we can't, you know, we can't describe what's going on here. It's a mystery, but yeah, this is where Flickers or Doctor Manhattan took my yeah, father yeah, out of time and, and space. They're, yeah, they're watching it, <laughs> and basically Superman's like, it's gonna be rough, Sonny boy. You know, if you watch this and you do have the 
them watch it. And he's like, and I like that James Robinson pokes a little fun at the idea of Superman being the last son of Krypton. Where it's like, you know what? You know, all the people gone. And then John's like, yeah, like, but Crypto too. Oh yeah, we still have Crypto and Kara yeah. too. Yeah, Cousin Kara. Yeah. It just keeps oh, going. And we, we also sit. have. All right, all right. Come, come on over here. We're gonna watch some shit. Yeah, over it's here. like this. And as as they're walking around, and, and Zod. And like, just keep Lorazad and, and Ursa and, and Eradicator. We, we got all these guys. A cyborg Superman, right? Zor-El. Yeah. yeah, it just keeps going. But uh, no, my father go. killed him now. But yeah. nobody's talking about yeah, my Zor-El killing and Grandpa, he's still around. We we have half the planet. He's still around and walking around, right, Dad? <laughs> At least but, the elves. Yeah, yeah, the elves. They're well represented. Uh uh-uh. uh. And you go, and all of a sudden. Uh, Superman says, listen, I've had this computer set up, you know, since I had the fortress set, and it is supposed to monitor the entire universe in case a planet happens to die or face the same end of Krypton. And it makes me laugh because I'm thinking that there was a planet like two weeks ago that just ended up flooding and the computer just went through its algorithm, not like Krypton. No, so they're not going to save Krypton that one. Not Krypton enough. They, yeah, there's one that's getting destroyed by an alien armada. Nope, that didn't happen to Krypton. There is a hey, look- very, Green territory. Yeah, there's a very specific algorithm going on here, and this planet does pop up, of course, on the exact day of the anniversary what are of the, the demise. Oh, they're very slim, Eric. But they decide that Superman's going to go off, and then John's like, I want to go with you. You know, you just let me watch the destruction of Krypton. We're talking about that. This might be a sign. From who? From Ral, Dad, I'm telling you. I wish Superman's like... Don't you say it. Don't you oh, it throw is, huh? that nonsense. Yeah, Rao. Tell me three things about Rao there. It's like you have right now, they have the Eagles uh, parade for the Super Bowl win. You have half the people there that if we went through the crowd and asked them the name three Eagles, they wouldn't. It's just John. Like, name three things about Rao. And that's <sighs> the thing. I like to imagine, too, it's like, you don't know this, John, but Brian Hinch once wrote a JLA series where I had to fight Ralph. Yeah, I it's had not to something fight I like Ralph. to have brought up and joke about you. Yeah, little yeah, shit. really. And by the way, Hal had a really long beard, and he was there with him as it well. It was very convoluted. It didn't make it a lot was. of sense. It didn't make like much sense, John. And John's like, "Oh, I, I read that," and he, no, he didn't. And with that, mm-hmm. anything yeah. that you go with this is funny because you do get a pass and James Robinson gets a huge pass because really John can bring up anything and all you say is, oh, he's reading the crystals. He had the crystals that showed him. I don't know. Ralph stuff seems very boring to me. I think he would go past that, but they decide to go together. one of those things, though, because, you know, like Kara always says Ralph and shit like that. I imagine he's been hanging out with his cousin too long. He's filling his mind nonsense. Like, we are Baptists over here, Miss Kara. Yeah, yeah, Kara. Stop filling our son with nonsense when you watch him with your your Ralph, your mumbo Ralph talk, but yeah, they go up in the space, and I saw a lot of people were complaining because Superman and Superboy do wear breather masks, and I'm still going with what Tom Taylor said It's a said Tom way Taylor back. rule. Yeah, it's a Tom Taylor it. rule, and I will go, and I went on Twitter because somebody said, and I'm like, nope, Tom Taylor taught me. You need oxygen to talk. So if you're going to go with anything here, just go with that, that they are in space. Yes, they can maybe breathe in space. You, you, no, you no, go they, back and forth. That's the thing is before, the thing I always took from Superman is that he can be out in space for a long time without yeah. having to breathe. But, like, you know, we're traveling, like, over, like yes. across solar systems here. He will need a bit of a breather, yeah. and plus you need it to talk. Again, some people just go fully only because we always see him in space without yeah. it, like when they're underwater and stuff as well. Yeah. But you need a breather mask 
to talk. So I'm going hard science here, Eric. Not I'm weird going hard science. Hard Taylor. science. And yes, they have those. They get to this Ain't planet. better than a hard Tom Taylor. That's right. Hard Tom Taylor in the house. They go and they end up going underwater. I kind of, it kind of threw me off a little that Superman knew exactly where to go on well, this planet. Well, it kind of threw me off at first too because when we, yeah, I, I don't know what the reason like, was. Yeah. I didn't really like realize the splash as they went underneath the water. Yeah. So at the one point when they're talking about swimming, I'm like, swim? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's we're like, water. Uh, and then he starts saying, because John's like, what's going to happen when we get there? And Superman spells it out. It's like, listen, I'm not a guy who's been to many planets. I'm no Green Lantern. But I found it usually goes along these lines. And as he goes in this water, I'm thinking, yeah, that's just acid uh, of some sort that actually eats through them. They are dead. Like, there's no, he just goes right in. And you have Superman say, we're going to meet the natives. They're going to realize who we are. We'll greet them warmly. They'll be fascinated with our powers. I'm like, right there. Where, where's the ding? Because that is where you start getting jerk off Superman. It's like, oh, they'll be impressed with our powers. And it's funny. John's like, like we're gods? No, no. Not like gods. They'll just have questions. I'm like, no, no, Superman. You you think you're a god here. And, and he really is, thinks right, he's going right to show there up. there is the beginning of this whole thing. Like we're gods? No. Not like gods. And it seems like right away, it's not even the fact that they might be seen as gods. It's like the idea of gods, even though we just brought yeah. up Ral a few pages ago. Yeah. It seems like this is something that just is a trigger for Superman. Like, no, yeah. not yeah, like it gods. It seems weird. And he says, you know, they'll alert the authorities. We'll do this. And I don't mind it in the way it's done because basically what it does it gets you from point A to point B very quickly because as this is going on, though it is kind of confusing. They go under as they're talking. This is happening and they're going. But by the time they go, I thought originally like, boy, they just swam right up there and just, you know, here we are. And he kind of does go like that. And as it was going on, they also have those breathers. They also have a thing set up that Superman spelled it out that basically oh, we'll be safe on the planet and then we'll also be able to talk their language. It's like the babble fish, Aaron. You put it in your ear and you can understand languages. But with that, you oh, have – so that was in uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And, oh, and with it? that, yeah, Superman shows up and they start talking and says, I come in peace. I'm here. I realize your planet is going to die. I'm here because my planet had the same thing. I have a solution. We're going to either save the world or get you off planet and save you. And the the priest, the high priest, just basically says, just leave. We, we don't want that. You know, in the simplest terms, uh, we are a race of deep and abiding faith in our Lord God, Dermot, the creator yeah, of all the things. Old Dermot. And if he wants us to die – then we will perish because of him. Now, this is the thing. This is what happened in Green Lanterns recently. Uh, that I, I just ended. Point, I'm like, oh, shit, it's the Molites. Yeah, the Molites, where Jessica ended up having the same problem, where she went down and said, come on, guys, we have to get going. And and really, the if you want to go... The was about to be destroyed, yeah. and they're like, no, this yeah. is our home. Our home is our God, and if our God dies, we will die with it. And, and wouldn't you say, you only see a little of this planet, but wouldn't you say that Mole was kind of perishing the same way as Krypton? Maybe he should have been there as well, but you have, uh, Jessica had to I convince I think the sun them. was about to go supernova, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, remember, because things were collapsing, though, it did seem a lot like K- Krypton a bit, but even so, you it's had that It's very specific parameters in that it algorithm, It is very specific. Jim. It's very very specific, but <laughs> with that, we just had the, the same story. It yeah. Really, too. And all like, I'm thinking at this point, when they start saying no, go away and leave us alone, 
All you need is Jessica, Jessica to come down here and start talking about a rope. That wasn't talking the about a rope. Over. These that people worked will be the last fine. Time. Yeah, it worked the last time. I wish that maybe Jessica, let's instead take of people to Angara, yeah, instead of smooching with Batman, she should have talked the story. I, I would assume they're there at the table in the Watchtower talking stories. Maybe Superman would have overheard it. But in this, basically, Superman isn't even going to kind of go yet that route of let me inspire you to see that it's worth it. You can end what happened in that. Basically, the the Molites were taught like. Listen, your God would want you to live. You can still worship him. Like, go that route. Superman basically goes the route of, you're insane. You know, stop your nonsense. I can't let this happen. And I, I can only think it's the prime directive he's going against, Eric. He's, and really, when you, you think about, about it. You know about Star Trek. That, that nothing. The, the <laughs> thing about it, though, is it kind of goes against, and, and in a roundabout way, that one point adds to the other, is when Superman tells his son I don't really go to a lot of planets. You know, that's Green Lantern stuff. There's no rule book. That combined with how much of a jerk he is to these people seems really off to me. Like, he doesn't do this much, but the one time, he just can't take it. And you get the idea. Listen, uh, and, and it almost is like in his mind, he's like, I let Krypton die, which he didn't. He no. was a baby. Uh, but I'm not going to let it die again. And these guys do not want any parts of it. They really don't want any parts and basically says, you know, we're not going to let you do this. And he says, you can't rule us. You can't deny us our faith. Right. And with this, they all start gathering around like they're going to attack. And it's kind of funny because they're like seahorses. Yeah, they don't look too tough, Eric, but they're there. And then Seahorse people are the weakest people yeah. around. But oh, they are. Superman being the jerk he is. Look, he's like. They start oh, he spells it out. You know, we're going to take you out. We're going to execute you if you stay here and do all our shit. He's like, no, I'm going to stay here and do this because unless you've got some kryptonite, a red sun, or magic, you yeah. can't do shit against me. Yeah, magic, no, no. you say. Yeah, magic. And this is the worst thing to set up. And and the continuity kid is uh, has to be with me that basically this priest says that, you know, what some people's faith is magic. This opens a can of worms going on forward. That basically Superman is is vulnerable to you praying at him. It seems. And the thing is, there are these. There is an instance which I have read about where a lot of people in church stuff like that who like pray and chant opening like that. It does create a bit of energy in that like you know area kind of thing. I have read stuff about this, so, but wait, the idea wait, itself on the dark this prayer for this dermot and stuff like that, this combined force of will. I can actually see it working as a magic way to freaking you, uh, depower Superman and Superboy. I think you just are talking nonsense. <laughs> I, I'm talking telling you, nonsense. it's something that I can what do, go what do they with use the way to, that magic uh, works. What do they use to measure that faith? The, the I, Xbox Connect? Is that I what they do, Eric? I don't know what it was. I'm telling you, I, I read an article years and years ago about something with it, but it, it's something in the way it's phrased. It's the idea of the will and the, like, the no, combined force the and the chanting sort of thing. It can work like magic think, in my mind. I think you were completely – well, this is what I'm saying, though. That's fine what you're saying you know, with your hocus pocus there. Yeah. But with that, Magic. to me, it now when Damien, the next time Damien wants to throw shade at Superman when he's outside the Forbidden City uh, of, uh, what is it called? Kadeem. Kadeem. He doesn't have to say, like, everybody wants to use kryptonite. I'd go Magic. No, he could just pray. You just pray at him. But with that, why does Superman spell out exactly every involvement? I you know? saw that. I'm like, are you stupid? What's wrong yeah, with you? Why saying, would you say yeah, that? Why are you saying that these people obviously wouldn't know anything of this and wouldn't know that the combo of kind of, oh, magic, you say. Well, it's kind of magical, our faith, and we're going to do this. And immediately Superboy's like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm weaker. And he's like, I feel it too. Uh, somehow these people can do this. And they, you know, skedaddle. They got to get the heck out of there. 
And when they do, another one of these aliens grabs them and says, hey, quick, come with me. And the, the whole deal, you find out come this is a scientist. This is, yeah, and this is basically, and this is like the one scientist left on the planet. I don't know why he's still there because they basically, he says, they all hate my guts. They, yeah. they don't listen to me. And again, this is, is this James Robinson basically saying that nowadays in, in our country, especially that you have all these religious zealots who don't want you know stem cell research i'm not going to go that far into it but well, it really like seems like that's where it's going freaking you know seahorse person says perhaps perhaps it's the same on your world how those who claim to be saintly are often the most savage yeah and that's where superman says that seems a universal truth Sure, yeah. but this is hardly the time for philosophy class. I'm like, this is a really, like you said, it's a little bit over the line to me of this and really the payoff and the setup of what we got and everything going. I don't think it equals out to being worth it. This whole story, again, we just saw it in Green Lanterns. That's not James Robinson's fault. I actually have a theory this was written a while back, uh, possibly, only because you don't see much of Superboy flying uh, with that. But even so, uh, that's more of an editorial thing that they should say, well, we just had a similar story with this. This is thrown out there. It just – the story itself – to me, is just kind of cliched and humdrum. And here we go again about it just uh, you seems know, like Superman it's a, a versus a soapbox there. stand against religion, yeah, using yeah. Superman as the platform, and that yep. just kind of seems wrong. Yeah, it does just because wrong. it is Superman. Like if I'm this, even towards the end, it actually like makes it even bit like more in my in the in your face in my mind because as they're escaping and the scientists ship to get away from the rest of it, like no, what matters is the continued existence of my brainless myopic race. Kind of yeah. thing that's talking about how he's one of the only, like, you know, he's the scientists only on the planet and he's reviled and yeah. hated for yeah, he's because hated everybody for else are religious morons. And this is what I'm saying. Like, when we go from this, we're probably going to see some research that either whatever. How is he doing this? Like, if everybody hates him that much. But really, this is the problem pretty much through the whole deal is you are going to a planet that has their own ways. You yeah. cannot go. I mean, again, this is the thing they're going with the whole idea in the background of Krypton was destroyed because they didn't listen uh, to, you know, Superman's dad. He kept, you know, telling him, Jarrell, all this stuff. They wouldn't listen and laughed at him, actually, you know, laughed in his face or whatever. But it, it's not pushed enough in this to kind of go with the idea of that. And with that, Superman just seems like, you know, not on my watch. Yeah. Him, him showing up with this going Dermot. on. What is this savage yeah. mumbo jumbo you speak of? Let's get out of here. Yeah. No. And I, and I could just imagine if, like, aliens came to Earth, you know, tomorrow and basically started saying their stuff of what they want. You know, we would, as as a whole race of, of humans, would, would fight them. And that's what they're doing here. So I can't say that Superman's the good guy. I am giving no. up immediately and all hailing my you, freaking alien uh, you, overlord it, it, leaders. All hail the ant people. You're yelling. I would turn each and every one of you rebellious motherfuckers yeah. over. And then they like, listen, we only have one rule on our planet. Our ant planet is that you have to go to work every single day and stay every single minute. You're like, okay, I'm out. Oh, <laughs> I'm out. There you go. Eric's flip-flopping. Let's start the rebellion. He's flip-flopping. But no, it's just in the meantime – 
this kind of also just feels like an inconsequential issue. I think that we're going to get this a lot now that Brian Michael Bendis was announced to kind of be revamping uh, the line with Superman and Action Comics after 1000. Uh, before where this was happening, we thought that the books were just treading water until they get to 1000. Right. Now it's even more, I think. So you have all this going on. And really, this is just a throwaway issue, though I will tell you, I liked it more than Road Trip. And, and with that road trip actually made Superman kind of a good guy. It just was very preachy and things with it and was unnecessary. This makes him Boring a jerk. Shit. So well, any other thoughts? Eric? You got some last minute thoughts or you just mm. want to give your score? What did you get? No, I'm going to give my score. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10 because I really enjoyed the art with the exception of John in the beginning of the book. Yeah. Where he looked a little weird, but it got better with him as it progressed. Everything else I think looked amazing. And while I found this like an odd thing for James Robinson to come out and do for the way it reads, yeah. you know how, you know, it's a him on a soapbox against religion, at least in my mind, the way I read it. With that, I'm still interested to see where he takes it because this is the opening bet. Superman comes off as a jerk. There might be a wraparound where the end or actually redeems our character for like, and we could actually find out why he is actually thinking this way and why from the get go, it seemed, even though we had the row talk in the beginning, he was so against the idea of them seeing them as gods when they showed yeah. up. I think that basically the gods thing was just thrown out there because they were going to talk about their gods being the deal. I don't think we're going to see anything of what he's thinking. I think we're supposed to go with that. With the, I, I just oh, this so. is the day that Krypton died and we're supposed to run from there. And also, I would assume I'm not. It didn't affect my score, which is a six out of ten, uh, because I thought the art was a little off, especially with John. Uh, it yeah. does look better, but just John himself looks a little off throughout to me. Uh, but with that, I do think that it's just going to be the religious zealots realizing that they can continue worshiping their gods if they leave the planet, and maybe even the scientists will actually just save the planet itself we'll see but i, I think yeah. that they're going to play that this one scientist is this planet's Jarrell, and he's going to warn them and do this and that and the other thing and we'll see how, how do you know that this out. scientist isn't the one that's causing the destruction so it he can be the be. savior and show them well, that maybe you can, that's a trust in yourself and not a god uh, we'll see we will see nothing. but yeah i give it a six out of ten i just thought it was kind of eh, you know it's there yeah. okay it's not an fu5 by any means but it just didn't really do much for me but that's the end of the spotlight spotlight's off eric but i'm going to tell everybody what we're going to talk about on our main podcast that comes out every sunday night and probably this week will be 50 hours long oh, uh we will be talking bane conquest number nine you'll be talking about that eric you love that book batman number 40 batman white knight number four we have black lightning cold dead hands number four uh, Dastardly and Muttley, number six, I believe Jeremy will be doing a audio review of that as well. Deathstroke, number 28. Exit, Stage Left, The Snagglepuss Chronicles, number two. Again, a Jeremy book. Green Arrow, number 37. Getting close to that trial, Eric. The trial of That's Oliver time. Queen. Green Lanterns, number 40. I hear there is a superhero dating app that continues with Capers? That. Yeah, capers. Oh, my goodness. We also have Harley Quinn, number 37. The Justice League, number 38. A little smooching going on in that book. Uh, Reggie and Chris will be talking about Mother Panic, Batman Special, number one. Back to our books, we'll be talking Nightwing, number 38. We just had Superman, number 40. That's going to remain just as this spotlight will not be on the main podcast. And I already told you that the Patreon spotlight will be Swamp Thing, Winter Special, number one, and Young Monsters in Love, number one. So that won't be on the main one oh young monsters well. in love young How sweet. monsters in love oh my goodness 
I, I'll tell you who wasn't in love after that. Me. That's who, Eric. That's who. But that's the end of the spotlight. Thanks, everybody. Ding for, for myself. Ding. Yes, I just dung myself, Eric. I'm dinging in the dung. But yeah, uh, hopefully, if you haven't listened to us before, you like what you hear. Go over and listen to our main podcast. Like I said, it comes out every Sunday night. It's very, very long. Don't let the size, you know, distract you, Eric, or, or you know, hinder. Intimidate you. Never intimidate. You know, it'll fit in your life eventually. Yeah. And uh, there are show notes as well. If you say, oh, I want to listen to what they say about Batman, you can go look at the show notes, go listen to that. Hopefully that leads you to listening more. But, Eric, I'm not even going to let Wrong Turn finish this because I like when you finish it. How is it good I put on that sexy voice? That is. Put on your sexy voice, Eric. What do we say at the end? Turn that spotlight off. Oh, there he goes. Oh, there he goes.